Welcome to the Booze Filled to Spirit Filled podcast. This is your host, Jamel Godlewski. Welcome back, everybody. If you listened to the last couple episodes, you know we are in a series of talking about leadership. Leadership meaning you have influence over somebody, some other human being. To me, that is the meaning of leadership. Today's focus is going to be on the loneliness of leadership. What do I mean by that? What I mean is that depending, this, this might be really kind of depending on your position. Although as a parent, this, this holds true for us as parents, teachers, coaches, adults. There comes a point that like the buck stops with you, right? I have found myself in the last couple of years as a parent, my daughter turning 16, having a license, having a car, having a boyfriend, and me thinking, oh my gosh, I hope I'm doing what's right. Or knowing I have to have a tough conversation and please, Jesus, help me to have a tough conversation. Help me to be loving and caring and yet apparent with boundaries. So the buck stops with me, right? I look back at my parents and I think, oh my gosh, how did they do it? The loneliness comes when you don't know what the outcome is going to be. When you make a decision or there's an action and you're just kind of sitting there waiting. Did I do the right thing? Did I not do the right thing? What do I do? What do I do next? There's moments where all of us make decisions, we say things, we do things. And whether we admit it or not, there are times where we think about that, where we're in our beds at night, you're in the shower, you're in the car. How many of us do a lot of thinking while we're driving? Maybe you're sitting on the toilet, scrolling on your phone. I mean, I'm just being honest here, y'all. But there's moments of where it's just you with your thoughts, with your mind, with your feelings. And at times it can get pretty intense, right? Because in those moments, we might not have clarity. I'm an introvert, so sometimes those moments can be life-giving, but 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, they were not. Loneliness was bad for me. At times it still is, because when I'm with people, right, I can kind of hide my feelings and my thoughts. I can kind of turn into whoever they want me to be. So it's easy to avoid things when you're with people. It's when you're by yourself that you have to come to terms. Now, some of us in our loneliness, we don't come to terms. We spiral. We overthink. We allow the enemy to tell us lies 
I've done that. And then you got to cope with all of that. My way of coping 30 years ago was drinking. Yeah, right? <laughs> drown, drown the thoughts. Running away, escaping, still kind of my coping, but I do it more in a healthy way now. I went for a short hike at a county park this afternoon. Me and my dog. But loneliness can be tough in the leadership world. And I think the toughest part for me, the toughest part is the wondering if you're doing and saying what's right. And then feeling like nobody understands. Knowing that you're going to make decisions and they're affecting people's lives. And you're not always 100% sure it's the right decision. But you know you have to make it and you do it and you feel all alone. I remember when I was in high school and going through a lot and I was captain of the team, I used to tell Rachel that I kind of felt like I was a maverick out there blazing a trail. And I was always on the edge of like falling off the cliff, kind of blazing a trail. Mind you, I literally just fell off a cliff kind of last week hiking, but that's beside the point. My point was I felt so all alone out there. No one understood what was going on in my mind. And I certainly wasn't going to tell anybody because they'd think I'm crazy. Loneliness can be very difficult. You know, what is it that drives you? What is it that is inside you that, that is just, that brings you life on the inside, but you're afraid? If you're a leader, you feel like you can't tell anybody your fears, so you hold it in act tough. You want to make this next step, but you're afraid. You're alone. And what do you do? I think the hardest thing for a leader is to become vulnerable with people. Because who are those people that you're going to be vulnerable with? Okay. It can't be people that are under your authority, right? It can't always be people that you have influence on because there's got to be a boundary there. Like I don't tell my daughter everything because she's my daughter, right? I don't tell people that I am the boss of per se. So who do leaders talk to? And even if you get around a group of leaders, let's say, right? (laughs) I mean, I've been in meetings with other leaders where I feel like we're all just trying to pat ourselves on the back one up each other potentially everybody's kind of putting on a show and i just want to take a pencil and stab my eyeball out like there's just no authenticity so how do we how do we get through that well i got one word one word first therapy therapy plus jesus equals good health I believe in therapy. That's the first thing. Second thing is like I have had to pray and ask God, God, I need you to put somebody in my life that I can I can share my loneliness with. Not in the sense of a shoulder to cry on, but it might be at the time. Someone that maybe can relate 
And when that person comes into my life, here, here, everybody, is the tough part, is I have to let my guard down and be vulnerable. Let me tell you how hard that is. I remember when I was varsity basketball coach at Elkhart Central, and I thought this was where God wanted me, and and I had these dreams and plans and hopes, and man, I was struggling. I did the best I could, but nobody knows how many nights I would drive home and just cry the whole time. I felt so lonely in my role. As a teacher, I remember when I lived out in New Mexico, thanks to Mark Hartshorn and the people that God put in my life, like my love for teaching came back, but not just teaching, it was really more like trying to make a difference. And I can't remember the situation that happened in school that day, but I remember I drove my car out to this park. I think it was out on Picacho and it was a park on the Rio Grande. And I just sat, I think I had a Jeep. I sat there on my hood and I just cried because I didn't know if what I was doing was really making a difference or not. Now, God blessed me with some great, great coworkers. And we cried tears together many times. Um, and that was when I started, like, there were people that I could relate to and that could relate to me. The last 10 years has been really, really difficult. The loneliness has been immense. God has put a couple people in my life where I could be honest. And I, and I was like, I had to let the guard down and say exactly what I was feeling and thinking. That is hard, y'all. But the loneliness can eat us up. I know that when I applied to be in this graduate program, I'll never forget the first day walking into class, Nikki, Tracy, Brandy sitting at the back. None of us thought we didn't know why we were there. I mean, seriously, I felt all alone. I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm not supposed to be in this program. I mean, these people are all better than me. They're blah, 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 blah. But it didn't take long. And yeah, we had a great, we're graduating and I can't believe it. God gave me people that I could be authentic with that would understand the loneliness, but I had to be open to that. I just want to tell you that loneliness is, I think, part of the human condition. It's what we do with that loneliness. Many of us keep it trapped inside, especially if you are in a position of authority or people see you as a leader. We all think, we don't want them to see us weak. It's not weak. But we have to find somebody that we can be truthful with and authentic with. Obviously, I believe our spiritual foundation with God is going to be key because he's going to help us get through those moments of loneliness. 
but he did not put us on the earth to go through our loneliness alone. He wants us to be in community. I have some peoples and everybody kind of fits a different role. Um, I'm very thankful that I've had people that have kind of told me the truth, even when it hurt. So that's what I'm doing right now to any of you that are listening that are like, I struggle with loneliness and I, and I'm not going to open up to anybody. I'm afraid I've been hurt. We've all been hurt. I've been hurt by people that I've opened up to. It hurts. But I know I can't crawl back in my shell. I got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And God's going to put another person in my life. And yeah, I'm going to take a chance and a risk. And I'm going to open up to them in my loneliness. Ask God to put somebody, somebody's in your life that you can share some of your loneliness with. They're not going to have a quick fix. Nobody, There's no quick fix to this. But you are not alone then in your loneliness. They might not 100% understand, but that's okay. I'm going to be praying for you. If you want me to pray for you, then you need to send me your name and I will be praying for you. I literally asked one of my friends if she would pray for me to find healthy, reciprocating friendships because I feel alone. Now, if you're my friend out here and you're listening, don't take this as that you're a bad friend. Okay? Don't take it personal. But I'm saying that I, I'll, I will pray for you is what I'm trying to say. I will pray that God does send you somebody and that your ears and your eyes and your heart are open to that and that you'll know. So as I close out this episode, please email me jamelgodlewski at gmail.com if you want me to pray for you. Find me on social media. Send me a message. I will pray for you. You don't need to tell me your whole story if you don't want to. Just say, will you pray for me? Because I promise I will. Loneliness is part of the game. I'm hoping together and with some tools of therapy and having a couple people in your community, we will get through our loneliness periods. Does that make sense? Because we're going to have those. Okay. Okay. Oh, let's see. What's the next topic going to be? How about we go into something a little lighter? Let's do strengths and weaknesses. Okay. So next episode, I'm going to talk about the strengths of leadership. I don't like to use the word weaknesses, but we'll use that because that's what the world uses. Um, I'll try to give you some tools, some websites, and some books in regards to strengths and weaknesses in the realm of leadership. Okay, everybody, deep breath, exhale. We made it through this episode. Share it, leave me a comment, stay in touch, stay well. Stay well.